What's up, guys? Welcome. Coming to you live from Farmington Hills, Michigan. Your host, David Chandra. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for joining me. We have a special episode today. We have a, we have two new guests, actually, something we've never done on the podcast before. Something new, something different. So thank you, Fatin and Saki, for joining me. The first couple to grace the podcast with their presence. Representing H-Town, Houston, Texas, where everything is bigger and better. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I got to know you guys well in the past three years up in Cleveland. We became good friends. And here we are now, and you guys join me on this podcast. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to share. So introduce yourselves to the listeners, and let's get this started. What's up, everyone? I'm Fadin. I'm a fourth-year podiatry school student at Kent. Uh, I'm Sahib. I'm the husband of a fourth-year podiatry student. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have to get that little bit of a mix in where we see it from a different perspective, someone who got married within podiatry school, during podiatry school, actually. And so, Saki, where do you work in Cleveland right now? Oh, I work at Nestle. Okay. Uh, all the cookies and chocolate chips. <laughs> Shout out Nestle for uh, for all the products that they make and for you working out there, man. So what have you guys been doing for the past month during quarantine? I know you guys were in Cleveland for a little while, and then you went back to Houston. How are you guys been spending your time, spending the days and everything like that? Um, I guess they're kind of going by a little slow. Uh, so this month, or April, actually, I didn't do much of what I wanted to, at least not podiatry-related. Uh, so I was just catching up on classes, reading up podiatry stuff, you know, just trying to catch up on material, pretty much. Yeah. Have you guys been doing anything fun? Like, I know you're with family and loved ones. Are you guys spending a lot of time watching any movies, watching any shows, anything like that? Board games and movies, pretty much. That's all we do. And then I sit around and play video games. And a lot of Uno. All right. Okay. Fatin, have you been getting your uh, good night's rest or is your sleep schedule all messed up? So I sleep like, I don't know, 10 to 12 hours. <laughs> well, you guys should know. She used to sleep 10, 12 hours even during the school year, too. So it's Third nothing. Third year really messed that up. What's that? Third year really messed that up, though. Oh, yeah, it did with rotations and everything. Have to wake up at 6 a.m., right? I was only getting like six hours of sleep then. Yeah, we can't function off of that. I know I can. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> All right, so where did you guys meet? Uh, when did you guys get to know each other? Kind of tell us about that part of your story. So when when did we meet? Twenty four. I think we met in 2014 or yeah. end of 2013. Okay. Yeah, we met at University of Houston. We were both in college at the time. And um, we were in the same orgo orgo class right right and right. she was much better at orgo than i was so <laughs> pretty much i used her knowledge and cheated off of her and <laughs> so that's where it all started when or organic started chemistry and it all became, and then it turned into this okay so is that where you guys took the different routes when you knew that uh orgo wasn't for you sakib and uh fought then he was cheating off you're like all right i think i'm meant for science i'm meant for this world now Oh, no, no, no. I had decided all that, like, freshman year of college. And, uh, you know, when I met him, like, we had talked. We were really, when we met each other, we, we kind of knew that this was probably going to be something special. Mm -hmm. So we had both talked about how I was going to probably go to uh, podiatry school from the beginning of our relationship. And he knew what was coming. Okay. So you actually knew about podiatry right when you started undergrad? Or how, okay. how did that? Okay. It's been okay. a long journey. Yeah. I, uh, I. This is like back in freshman year of U of H, and I just remember that I wanted to do something in the medical field, but I didn't want to go to medical school. Okay. So how because I knew that like it would take forever to specialize in something. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so that's when I started researching. I looked into optometry school and even chiropractors and all that good stuff. But, you know, I came upon a podiatry and I was like, this sounds amazing. I mean, you get to do surgery, you get to do clinic work, you can work with all oh, pediatrics, geriatrics, sports, anything you want. So I just thought it made a lot of sense. Yeah. So you came, you came upon that in your self-research. Did anyone else kind of guide you in those undergrad years? Any podiatrists that you kind of shadowed or anything like that? Yeah, so when I was in junior year of college, uh, I pretty much knew that like podiatry was going to be like the answer for me because I had shadowed a podiatrist called Dr. Eric Tepper. Okay. He's in Fairland, Texas, and he's he was the first podiatrist in the city, so he's had experience for a really long time. And he took me in for a couple months, and I just watched everything that he did, and I knew it was it from then. Okay, so did you do any other extracurricular activities within uh, the field of medicine, or was it strictly just podiatry related, shadowing him and working along with him? Well, back in college, I was in a club called uh, Allied Health Professional Society, and we did a lot of volunteer work uh, in the community, um, and, like do- donated medical supplies, packed up supplies, things like that. But when it came to podiatry, I pretty much only did the shadowing part. Yeah. Okay. And so you, you started pretty early then. That's not something that's usual, at least from my experience. I know I only got to know about podiatry towards the end of my undergrad and into my gap year. So that's interesting to see that you found out podiatry and knew you wanted to do it right off the bat when you started undergrad. So how was it like when you first found out about it? Did you know which schools you wanted to apply to or did you do that kind of research later on as you got closer to junior and senior year of undergrad? Well, I would say that freshman, sophomore year of college, I was I had done minimal research and I knew about Kent. And I thought that it would be a good idea because I had some family friends in Ohio. And I was like, well, this is a great place to move to. So I did minimal research. And by the time I got to like application cycles, that's when I started looking into like other schools like Barry and um, Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, which ended up being the schools I actually applied to. Okay. And sadly, there wasn't any in Texas at that time, right? I know. I, I want to cry about that. I just found <laughs> out that they're opening up one in 2023, I think, or 2024. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think it's in Rio Grande, Texas. So for all of you Texans and Southerners, there is a podiatry school that's in the works opening up soon. So hopefully that's another program that a lot of people get uh, interested into going to. But so did you interview at Arizona, Barry and Kent or was it how was that? How was the interview experience? Yeah, I ended up uh, interviewing at Barry, and I never fully completed my application at Arizona. I don't think so. So that I never got an answer from them, and I don't think I completed it. So mm-hmm. that would make sense. But uh, Barry, I ended up going to, and I visited. Um, and as like nice as the school was, I just didn't get the right vibe. Like I knew I wasn't gonna fit in there. Yeah. So uh, I ended up uh, once I ended up interviewing at Kent. It was like such an immediate, like yes, this is it that, you know, I accepted as soon as I got it. Yeah, it was a game changer. Totally. I mean, the vibe at Kent State is very friendly. Everyone's so nice. And I kind of liked, after coming from a big college, uh, that the Kent State campus was going to be one small campus. And it was, like, you know, really easy to get to, 15 minutes away from the apartments. Yeah. Knew that it was a good idea. Yeah. Where where was the, uh, where where did the your mentor, the first doc, podiatrist that you shadowed, where did he go to school? He actually went to Ohio, but back then Kent was called Ohio College of Podiatric Medicine, I think, OCPM. Okay, yeah, yep. So he went to Kent as well. So he kind of told you about OCPM and his experiences back there too then? 
yeah um but his stories were much different than mine yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah but he had he had recommended the school based on what his experience had been um okay got it yeah so a little bit of a history about kent it was in 2012 that it became kent state university before that it was called ohio college of podiatric medicine and it was in a different location up until 2000 where it changed and so kent's had a little bit of history and thanks for bringing that part of it out too fatin so during kent i know that i know this story but uh, share with the listeners i know you were supposed to start a year before the original year you started in which you're now class of 2021 so how come you didn't start the year before was there anything going on did you want to get more experience or did you just want to have time to relax what was it that made you make that decision right so i deferred my application or my acceptance um, to 2021 because my parents were moving houses mm -hmm. and it, I mean it was a really complicated process we wanted to sell the house we wanted to buy a new house and we had to set it all up right you had to furnish the house and yeah. so we kind of didn't want to work with a realtor at first so it was really complicated and I knew that my parents were going to need help yeah so um since I was the only one that had no job at the time mm -hmm. you know, my sister who worked my brother who worked my parents worked all that kind of responsibility fell on me. So that whole year that I took that gap year, I just worked um, trying to find realtors, trying to find houses, trying mm -hmm. to find a way to move. Uh, it was very difficult at that time, but uh, at the same time, I'm thankful for the experience just because I got to spend a lot of time with my family as well. Yeah, so you got a little bit of time with family, a little bit of real world experience, trying to call real estate agents and helping your parents move and doing all that stuff. So how about for you, Sakib, during that time when you knew that Fatin was going to kind of transition to Cleveland, what were you, where were you at your, in, in your life? Were you kind of done with undergrad and starting to work or what was going on yeah, during that time? That's, that's when I was pretty much starting to work as a teacher. That's when I was teaching for the first time. And uh, yeah, so I was able to spend a lot of time with Fatin during that time while working as well. And it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was yeah. nice. But I mean, I'm glad she took that year off because I think it's, I understand when people take years off because it really helps you re re reset. Yeah, exactly. Burning out and you can kind of relax just maybe for one year because you know when you get to med school or anything, you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah. So, but kicked. Yeah. So I'm glad that she was able to take <laughs> that year off. Yeah, definitely. So did you have any intentions of moving with Fatin to Cleveland eventually? And was it hard in the beginning to kind of balance the time that you guys were spending together because she was away in school and you were back in Houston? Yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of, uh, we had to do the long distance thing for her first year. Yeah. And then after we got, um, after we got married, uh, yeah, my intention was fully to move up to Cleveland, even though I had no interest in leaving the state, Texas or Houston. Yeah. But you, you kind of just have to follow your wife, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so happily. happily, 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 of course, of course, and uh, so yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of strange, you know, with with uh, you know, you, I expected it. I was I was prepared for her to be studying all the time, and I mean, I was planning on working when I got to Ohio. So yeah, I mean, I, I understood the situation, but I understand. I think it's it's you have to find time to um, uh, hang out. You know, you have to. Hey, we both have time right now. Let's hang out. Otherwise, I feel like you never get to really talk to each other. Definitely, definitely, yeah. And how was it for you, Fatin, when you moved up to Cleveland, away, far away from home, actually? I know that for some of us, it was really close, but you moved 
far from Texas and away from Saqib, away from your family, away from your siblings. How was that transition for you? And because you took that year off and you got that time to relax, was it a harder transition? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I would say it was pretty hard to move away. I, I had never lived on my own. I had always lived with my family. So, you know, uh, leaving everything in Texas and moving to Cleveland was definitely scary. And having my own apartment and having bills, I remember, like, I forgot to pay bills once and I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what do I do? And my friends were like, I don't know, pay your bills. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It was a it was definitely a difficult transition yeah uh, at least for the first i want to say first like four or five months yeah then like you know everything just kind of flows once you get the hang of it yeah how was uh how was your transition into the academic aspect of things i know that um you know you took undergrad then had a year off and then when you get to school when you got to podiatry school i'm sure the classes were a lot tougher a lot harder so how was that transition into school it, as well it was uh, pretty awful uh i had because of that gap i think i just was really doubting myself and my capabilities mm -hmm. so when exams first started rolling out i was kind of taking it easy i was like okay don't freak out just study this a little bit and you'll be okay and you know my exams kind of started out rocky yeah um, so it wasn't it was not an easy transition to go from that gap year to uh, starting exams. But toward the end of the first semester, I I really got the hang of everything, and I was doing pretty well at that point. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, I know you said that you knew you wanted to do podiatry right away at the beginning of undergrad, right? And when you started yeah. podiatry school, you were struggling through classes a little bit, and the transition was tough. Were you ever discouraged and were like, hey, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I wasn't meant to be here. Maybe I should look for something else. You know, something like that. You know, a lot of us kind of struggle sometimes in the beginning stages and then we find our footing. So share with us how that happened for you. Yeah, probably in that first month or two of moving up to Cleveland, I was just wondering if it was a mistake to move away from family, was it worth it? You know, after I didn't do so well in the first exam cycle, I was like, maybe I'm not cut out for this. Uh, and I told myself that I would stick up the semester, and if I did well, as well as I wanted to do, then, you know, I have to keep going. Yeah. Um, and, then, you know, it ended up working out. I did pretty well at the end of the semester. Definitely. So, and you're, and you're here, you've worked hard, you got to fourth year, you're doing your externships now, and we've been in clinic even in third year with our classes. So tell me a little bit of the transition from classes in first and second year to third and now fourth year, how you like it what you like about it and you know you got to see firsthand a few years ago the life of a podiatrist how does that relate to how it is now a few years later well let's see when did i when did we start clinics like july yeah july? i think yeah. july of last year yeah july 2019 right right after board so yep. i would say that just being in clinic was probably the best experience Ever. I mean, having to get, getting to do all those things is such a privilege and just seeing the things that you read about. Yeah. Finally making sense mm -hmm. is amazing. I mean, you can read about ingrown toenails and the procedures and you're like, oh, okay, I don't really understand, but okay. And then you finally see what, and you're like, oh, this is a process. Yeah, definitely. So going from coursework to clinic 
and having coursework with the clinic clinicals that we had, mm -hmm. um, I thought was just the best year. Third year was probably my favorite because mm -hmm. of that. Just getting to go to Midtown and VA and all these different places and learning from all these different people. Um, and, you know, you learn something new every day. And that was the best part. You go home and you're like, hey, I learned this today. Yeah, definitely. So that was good. Yeah. And I guess going off of that, I know you're going home and you're probably sharing with Sake about the stories that you've seen in clinic or something that you've learned, something that's new that you've never seen before. So Sake, from your perspective, seeing Fatin kind of transition from classes to clinic work and now that she's made her decisions where she wants to go for her externships in fourth year, how do you feel about that? How, how do you guys plan on where you want to settle down, where you want to be? Because, you know, you got to make decisions together. So tell us a little bit about that. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, we're just trying to figure out Honestly, wherever she gets in, that's where I'm moving. Like, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. So we're mm -hmm. hoping, obviously, we end up in Texas, and that would be awesome, and we hope we're in Houston. Yeah. But you, know, you kind of just go wherever. Yeah, wherever the heck we end up, you end up. Yeah, definitely. So you guys don't have any specific place in mind, although Texas would be a perfect landing spot for you guys, right? Yeah, I would say that Texas is definitely ideal. You know, we have family here. Both of our families are here. We both lived here forever. Um, you know, I didn't I – didn't, I wasn't born here, but I've grown up here. Yeah. Um, and Saga, you know, was born here. Or, or were you? I think you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we're both pretty much raised, born and raised in Texas. Okay. Yeah. So this is just home. And of course, we'd like to be back, but we keep an open mind. Um, you know, I'm doing externships in the southern area. So anything close to Texas is, is just as good to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like was it Atlanta and New Orleans and things like that? You know, well, those places sound pretty exciting. Yeah, they sound pretty cool. So, yeah, definitely. You know, we hope that we end up where we want to end up, but you know, we kind of just go with the flow. Got to go with the flow. Yeah. So, Fatin, have you stayed in touch with your uh, the first podiatrist you work with? Had you do you have in any contact with him or anything like that ever since you've now got to the stage where you're kind of in the clinic world and hospital world and stuff? Yes, so Dr. Tep, uh, Dr. Eric Tepper, he's still in Sugarland, and uh, once like you know, fourth year clinic schedule rolled out, and they said you could do private practice. I immediately thought of him, mm -hmm. so I called him up, and I'd be I'm gonna be with him in November, okay, of 2020, and uh, I'll be shadowing him or working with him. Um, so I'll get to see him again. That's pretty. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. So coming full circle when you before <laughs> yeah. you were in podiatry school and finally getting to work with him now that you're in podiatry school too. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be uh, impressed by my subpar skills. <laughs> I'm sure he'll probably, probably fine-tune them too. Yes, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so I know you got some exciting news, something that, you know, during this quarantine season, we've been losing a lot of externships. We've been losing a lot of chances to be where we want to be. But I think you regained one of your spots in January. And tell us where you're going in January. So January 2020, I'm going to a JPS in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, that's John Peter Smith Hospital. So I was supposed to go there in May, which is, uh, you know, now. But due to the coronavirus stuff, um, they had to cancel it. And so I didn't think I was going to get to go. But, you know, I applied again for January and they said, all right, come on down. So I'll be there. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know that was one of the spots that you were really interested in going to. And once again, it's in Texas. So hopefully it all works out and you enjoy that month that you're there in January, 2021. And I will, yeah. so thank you for sharing your guys's journey. And I'm hoping the best for you guys in the future, wherever you guys end up. I know we're all going to be together in July in the month 
uh, down in Cleveland again. So we'll definitely meet up and hang out and spend time. But tell us, tell the listeners actually one piece of advice you would give them over your entire journey. Um, both of you guys, actually, you, Fatin, and also Sakib, something that you would want others to know when on their way up and even for others just who are listening. Well, me as as someone who's in podiatry school, my advice would be just to never give up on yourself. Just keep going, you know, uh, take it one step at a time, one exam cycle at a time, and just believe in yourself and keep studying, keep the grind going, and you will make it to the other side. And it's totally worth it. Yeah. As a married couple, Saga, do you have some advice? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess uh, don't feel like your relationship's doomed if you're in a relationship with somebody who's going through a lot of studying and things like that. You just mm-hmm. have to- find the little moments that you can spend with each other and you know it'll work out definitely yeah and you know we got to see a little bit of Fatin on her own in Cleveland and then we got to see a little bit of both of you guys together and we're looking forward to seeing where you guys end up where you guys settle down and where you guys you know start building your family up and figuring out where that is so thank (laughs) well (laughs) <laughs> well we're all looking forward to it man so i don't know i mean, I mean we're planning for it so we got we came down for your wedding <laughs> yeah i mean we came down for your wedding so i mean the only next step is that right so we'll, we'll, we'll wait we'll wait patiently don't worry um so now is a session the wedding that you left early at right wait that was not my fault man that was my roommate's fault fahad aslam uh all right bye there's some favoritism right there but uh well i was still there i still i still came down so uh comes to a desi wedding says it on the card well you know uh punctuality man come on like that's that's the one big thing you learn when you're going to these hospitals you got to be there 15 minutes ahead so got it got to keep it professional am i right yeah. Anyways, you guys forgot that Ramesh Reddy came down too. He was also part of the invite list as well. Oh, so. He was a party. Yeah, he was a party. He was. Hopefully one of these days we can get him on this podcast and have him share his insights as well too. I'm sure he would love to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, we're now in the session where I like to call it rapid fire questions. <laughs> this is for you, Fatin. Um, where would you want to go once you're done with fourth year? And before you start residency, actually, both of you guys can answer this because I'd hope that, you know, both of you guys get to spend some time before you're busy once again in uh, residency. Fatin. So where would you guys want to go? Wait, so like a program? No, just a just a place to visit. Oh, oh a paid place to visit. Um, Cancun. 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 Cancun, Cancun yeah. I don't know how was. Yeah, OK. Uh, <laughs> Got we it. All inclusive, man. Just eat and just sit there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I know you both like movies a lot too. So tell tell me what your favorite movie is to watch together or one of the most recent movies that you guys watched. A movie that I love to watch is any of the Avengers movies. I love Infinity War. I like Endgame. Um, but Saga doesn't like to watch those with me. <laughs> I watch them sometimes. They're too long to him. I mean, I just don't know how many times I'm going to rewatch those damn movies. All the time, every day. Well, me and me and me and Sakib have had our uh, Rush Hour series, and hoping to watch Rush Hour three pretty soon here, right, Sakib? Yeah. We'll, we'll finish the trilogy up. <laughs> Definitely. All right, Fatin. These last two questions are for you. Not putting you on the spot or anything like that. But what's your favorite bone in the foot? Favorite bone in the foot. Uh, okay, I'll say navicular. 
navicular. It's the one that hurts me the most because I have really flat feet. Okay. All right. And uh, so what's your favorite muscle in the foot? Muscle in the foot? Uh, why is this so hard for me? I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I'll say uh, extensor digitorum longus just because I can see it when I, you know, dorsiflex my foot and stuff. Okay. So right. she's... So, listener, she's giving you guys a little bit of uh, education uh, right there. When you flex your dorsiflex your foot, which means pulling your foot up, you can find kind of see that tendon running down. So here's a little bit of a factoid for you. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for joining in today. If Is there anything else that you guys want to say before we wrap up this episode? I love you, David. <laughs> love you too, Sakib. Thank you, Satin. <laughs> love you too. Thank thank you, David. <laughs> All right. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Um, Thanks, guys, for tuning in, listening in today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Check us out on Instagram, Purpose 20 Follow us, and we'll follow you back. And follow, uh, listen to us on Spotify, on Anchor, and other sites as well, like Google Podcasts. I uh, hope you're enjoying the episodes. If there's anything that you guys want to have talked about, any questions, any concerns, anything that you want to have focused in these podcasts, please let me know. DM us on Instagram. and. We can make it happen. Hope you have a good day. See y'all. Peace. Bye, Ben.